0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece podcast with Chad and Tori. We were fighting off that laugh. I think we we just got the giggles. We did. I think we got the giggles. Well, Tori (laughs) and I are doing day two of that Bible app reading plan called Gaining Godly Wisdom. There's a link to it in the description, and I'm going to read the first little bit of it, and then Tori's going to pick up after me, and then we'll continue Mm -hmm. the devotional. Uh, But this one is called The Wisest Man, and it says this one of the kings of israel was a man named solomon he was the son of david who is well known in the bible when king david died first kings two twelve tells us solomon became king and sat on the throne of david his father and his kingdom was firmly established king solomon has quite a reputation some of it's good and some of it's not so good the good is that he really did love god and worship him The not-so-good is that he still worshipped false gods and ended up having 700 wives and concubines. But, despite the imperfections of this king, he did something so memorable that it earned him a title as the wisest man. In 1 Kings 3, there is a story about King Solomon and a dream he had. In this dream, the Lord appeared to him and asked, What do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. The God of the universe asked Solomon what he wanted, and clearly, he could have responded in so many ways. But his response was anything but typical. He began by praising God and showing him honor. After that, he made a surprising request.
1: In 1 Kings 3, verse 7-9, through it says, Now, O Lord my God, you have made me king instead of my father David. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous, they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. Solomon's heart was truly postured to lead the country, but he knew he needed wisdom from God to do it effectively. God was pleased with Solomon's response because he could have requested a variety of things like power, money, and fame, but he didn't. Because of that, not only did God grant him wisdom beyond what anyone had ever had before, God also granted him riches and fame. Can you even imagine? This story is a great example of how valuable and necessary wisdom is. A king who ruled an entire nation could have asked God for anything, and the one thing he chose was wisdom. He saw that wisdom would enrich not only his life, but the lives of the people he led. In a world where good and bad seem to be mixed up, walking in the wisdom of God will help us make decisions that will protect and sustain us. Think about your life and what you consider important. Is it the treasures of this world, or is it having godly wisdom so that you can live a victorious life here on earth? Just be honest with God. And if you don't see the value in having wisdom in your life, ask God to reveal his truth to you.
0: I love that. I love how interactive it is with God. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard the quote said that knowledge is power, Mm -hmm. and it's so true because Whenever you desire things of the world, it's like you know a car can take you places, a house can be comfortable to sleep in, a relationship can be nice to have. Um, you know, there's so many things, but there's nothing quite like having the knowledge of the Lord and the wisdom yeah. of the Lord. Yeah, because with without without the wisdom of the Lord, all those things will just be exactly what they are, and we'll still desire more. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, if we have the wisdom of the Lord we're able to have that and not have those things and still be okay. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. If we just go after those things, we'll still be empty. But if we just go after God's wisdom, we're okay if that's the only thing we have. But the fun catch 22 of it is, is that whenever we do seek wisdom, whenever you seek the kingdom of God first, all of these things will be added unto you. Right. All those things that you're thinking of, all those things that you desire, Mm -hmm. but we have to seek the kingdom first, and we have to seek wisdom unto Christ first.
1: Yeah. It was fun that this story was told today, because this is the exact story I was thinking of when we were reading yesterday's devotional, and I love, I love, love, love this story, and... I think wisdom, godly wisdom really also speaks to stewardship because when you look at Solomon's life, he was already like, he already had this kingdom to rule, right? He had these things that God had placed in his life, Mm -hmm. but he knew that he needed wisdom to be able to be effective and actually steward it well. Yeah. And I love looking at, okay, what do we have in our hand right now? What has God already given us? And our prayer for today should be, Lord, give us the wisdom to know how to steward exactly what you've already given us.
0: Amen. Amen. Um, I don't know how many of you know this, but the traditional definition of a steward is someone who manages the household like the household or the household mm-hmm. finances. Yeah. And what I love about that is that it says they manage the household, they yeah. don't own it. Yeah, And so that's one way Tori and I really like to look at our finances or our life in general mm-hmm. as we're just managing things that God has bestowed upon us for his kingdom. Right. And it's not ours. It's God not like it. it's not like it's 90% our money, 10% his, mm-hmm. right? It's 100% his, and we're going to yeah. steward 100% of it. Right. A certain part will go to tithes. A certain mm-hmm. part will go to missions. A certain part will go to these different things. But everything is for yeah. his kingdom. And God has put you in a place where everything around you The friends you have, the job you have, the family you have, the finances you have, the feelings you have, everything is meant to be stewarded Mm -hmm. for God's kingdom. Yeah, for his glory. Yeah, and we need wisdom to To, do that. Yeah,
1: to know how to do that well.
0: You ready to pray, Son, help, babe?
1: Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for being good lord we pray today for specifically your wisdom lord whatever you have already placed in our lives lord we know that only you can multiply lord we want to steward it well we want to give it all to you because all of it is for your glory lord we thank you for the friendships the family the roof over our head lord all the blessings that we have in our lives will we be more aware of them, more grateful, more thankful in our daily lives, Lord. But what we really, truly need is your wisdom so that we can walk in obedience uh, to your will, Lord. We want the Holy Spirit to be active so that we can have clarity and know exactly what you have um, for us to do today and for all of our days, Lord. So we're going to open up the floor right now for our listeners to pray, and Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. So cover me in the blood, and heal my open wounds, I'm desperate. love love so abounding love so pure love so abounding we will endure
0: amen god
1: amen god
0: amen god <laughs> well thank you all for tuning in
1: and we'll be talking to you tomorrow
0: love you bye